welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hiya. Hello. Hi, everyone. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts yeah. and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter and join in and chat to us. Yeah. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, yeah. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. Um yeah <laughs> I've been yeah. so busy this weekend I've been so busy yeah <laughs> yeah like even today I'm like what are we talking about I don't know but I am going to improvise and I'm going to make it sound good so okay cool that's cool that's cool um yeah I've literally I've been spending too much time on YouTube spending too much time on Netflix mm. I have managed to watch a million different shows like I watched okay over this weekend like from Friday or Thursday Thursday, Friday to mm. like today, I managed to watch all of um, all of the new show, The Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. I watched um, what's out so far, so I think there's eight episodes. I watched all of um, Young Young Famous and African. Um, I watched uh, the Jimmy Savile documentary, both episodes. <laughs> what else did I watch? The diversity. <laughs> um, oh, I watched. Oh, I watched a documentary called Rebellion, which is on, which is about Extinction Rebellion, which was also quite, yeah. quite interesting. Like, I feel like it was good. It it didn't kind of it didn't show Extinction Rebellion in a bad light, but they didn't show them in a good light either. And I think where Extinction Rebellion missed the mark was that the guy who started it is that the whole thing was a shit show. There was no organization. There was like no level mm. of organization. Um, the guy who kind of started it, he was just so adamant. And I think this was good for like a first time strategy for their first, for mm. their first thing where they wanted to raise awareness and whatever. But like he was so pressed about getting about people getting arrested and he just Mm. wanted arrest numbers to be high and he was basically telling them if you're not risking getting arrested then like he's like okay it's fine if you don't want to but we need arrests we need people getting arrested people need to be getting arrested and that's that's what what they so basically in his head he was like because it would peacefully protest and whatever to disrupt the system is how many arrests they get and how many people are getting arrested from Extinction Rebellion. Mm. So, and that's them disrupting the place. So I think the fir- when they first did it, which was 2019, April, when they first launched and they first did their first protest. Um, and then they, they got like over the week. So they had it for a week and like they weren't kind of like obstructing roads obstructing people mm. they were just protesting in normal places you know like Piccadilly yeah, Circus yeah. normal places they had just this pink yacht and whatever going around protesting mm. normal normally and then people then they were just like the places where they were gluing themselves was they were gluing themselves outside Shell and stuff like mm. that and there was um environmentalist or a climate change lawyer um a, a Southeast Asian woman who um, actually got behind them well but like they kind of so one of the guys in Extinction Rebellion was like just started trying to follow her around and then she got mm. and got her on the cause and I've like and I understand why she kind of she joined at the time that she did and whatever and then and as well like so and she super glued herself outside Shell and mm. then like and then got arrested and whatever but then it was like it was literally it was raising awareness it was disrupting it was disruptive Mm. and i think then it was good for the cause that they wanted but i think 
Then the next time, because they were so focused on arrest, they went too far. Instead of like, they could have just had a strategy where they could have then been like, okay, we're going to protest, but okay, let's not disrupt the place. Let's not Mm. do that. And let's just kind of have an idea of what we want to do, what demands we want. And let's let's just do it in an organized way Mm -hmm. where we can actually be seen as a, as a, uh, let's, I'm just going to say use the word platform as a platform that can actually make change because because of mm-hmm. extinction rebellion that's the reason the government um said the government had to like they were forced to announce that there's a climate crisis in the UK mm-hmm. and then other Europe then every other country started following suit after that and it's mm-hmm. because of extinction rebellion so I'm like I'm sorry they they did a good thing so but then then they ruined it like <laughs> they, they ruined yeah. it cuz they went too far they started disrupting people and it's just like, and then, cause, and then basically, and what it was is that everyone was divided when, you know, when, I don't know if you remember when they were, when you heard about them wanting to fly drones in Heathrow. Um, mm, no, um, oh, so, actually, yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Cause I remember that on the news and basically, and, and basically that like kind of divided the whole, mm. the whole thing. Cause there was a lot of, and a lot of the young people in Extinction Rebellion were against the idea yeah when you see these things as well it's always the older people yeah. that are like going the extra Nuts, mile just and- doing madness <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. so all, all of the young people are like no like this isn't this isn't the right way mm. to do this we we want to focus on this like can we look into this blah 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 and basically like even the girl who like the daughter of the of the guy who started Extinction Rebellion, yeah, yeah, was like trying to get him to listen and was trying to and was going up against it, being like, "No, Dad, we we don't want to do this," mm-hmm. and he just wouldn't listen. And she lost it and like oh, now no. and she wasn't really Family having like feud. a good relationship with her dad because of this, <laughs> and she's not part of Extinction Rebellion anymore and stuff like that. Like, and they all just wanted a good cause and it's just it's just mm. mad and I just think they went too far and I think they just ruined the whole thing I think they there was actually a space where they could have made some real change and I think now because of them that's why um that's why we've got uh Preeti Patel trying to push this protest um bill going through and stuff like that and I feel like Extinction Rebellion is used as as an excuse to try and push that through. Mm. So they've, they've ruined, like they've just ruined the whole thing. These middle-class white people for have just everyone. ruined the whole thing for everyone. <laughs> and um, and it's ridic- and this is even the reason why the police are having more powers when it comes to protests and whatever, because you see the police from the first, um, from you like, cause you see the protests from the first protest to then the later ones, you know, when they were just causing all the disruption and it was fucking annoying mm. from the later ones, you see the police just get violent and like, and mm. the police are causing violence and um, Extinction Rebellion the whole time is saying, this is a peaceful protest, blah, blah, blah. And like, and it's the police causing the violence. And it's like, you guys did this. You guys brought this on yourselves now because you've gone too far. If your next strategy was just kind of thought out because they keep like, they keep using examples of Martin Luther King and Gandhi and stuff like that. And it's just like, hold on. But like, they, after their first time of getting recognition, there'd be a next plan in the strategy. Do you know what I mean? And it wouldn't be, you wouldn't just repeat the same shit because that's not going to be mm. looked at again. Like you need to do something different, get some organization in there. 
and I just I think that's just where they they just missed the mark completely and it's when they started to like piss, they started to piss off regular working class yeah. people that that don't really have much power over like I get when you're stopping people that are maybe driving four by fours and I I get it I don't think I don't think it does but much I don't think but that's I get their fault. it but, <laughs> like, but but then but when you're getting when, on top of the tubes yeah, it's when you're when you're like giving like, yourself you to Canning Town why, tubes. Why are you climbing on top of the train? Literally, like Canning Town is like one of the poorest places in London. Why the fuck are you gluing yourself to a train there? Go and fucking glue yourself to Westminster. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Go I, back, yeah. go back to Shell and glue yourself there. Like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, it's yeah, just like, ridiculous. Why? And the, I don't get and they it. used to glue them like. I remember the, the um I remember hearing on the radio actually when Dottie was on one time she goes oh one of the Extinction Rebellion lot have gone and glued themselves to the door so now I can't go home that fucking time when when that oh, I just find it strange when you're going to the extent of like giving yourself a water infection and you, <laughs> for a cause like oh, I just Please protect your health. Please look after yourself. Please Literally, don't get yourself locked it's up. It's not the the cause is not worth it. <laughs> like, nah, like, like just let all, the planet if, die. If the world is dying, we're all gonna die anyway. The the mm. cause is not worth you being ill. Uh, like yeah. putting more strain on the NHS. Come on now, like. <laughs> But I kind of respect it. It's like at but least these middle class no, people are doing something. <laughs> no, I don't. I only respect. I only respected it at the beginning, and I respect it when mm. it's just like when it's like okay, there's a reason and it's making sense, and they believe in it. That's yeah. only time. But when they want to disrupt other people, when they want to make it worse off for other people, when and even in the documentary, like there's a girl. Like and this is the only reason why I even watched it because in the trailer it showed just this one girl talking, and she mentioned about how. It's all good to talk about climate change, but we need to talk about how um, how standing up for racism, how standing up for all of these um, all of these other things, is also part is also part of it. We can't just be talking about climate change. We need to be talking about this because um, where they're mining for the minerals and stuff like that for solar panels, mm. it's in it's in these African countries and it's doing harm on the people there. X Y Z, and I, and it's just like, you know what? You're so right. Yeah. This is true. We're not linked up and enough. Yeah, and basically, and they started Extinction Rebellion Youth, so like a just the youth side of it. So, and they just used to go in the park, and um, and they'll just put put the tents up, and they'll just literally just be a discussion space. So they're not even like out there shouting to protest; they're just mm. just a discussion space where they'd be in the park, and they had to go leave because there was a ban on all Extinction Rebellion protests, and they had to leave when they were just literally just trying to raise awareness and not causing any damage where the other people were at Heathrow and it's just like yeah they need to rebrand they're not even doing anything (laughs) literally and I just thought it's such a shame because the thing is is that like while this guy is trying to disrupt and whatever like you need to actually if you look back in history at other kind of um activism groups such as like like say if we just use Black Panthers as as a movement Mm. like when you look at the history of the Black Panther movement like they while that yes they protest and they organize these things but then they also got behind other causes so Mm. when I watched the documentary um Crip Camp Camp it's called and you and when so this was when um 
uh, there was a, a certain camp that was for disabled people and they actually did a protest to protest for disability for the disability rights the disability rights bill in um America and they did like a sleep in at in one of the in one of the like official buildings and stuff mm. and what what group got behind them so to give them food and water the black panthers went and went and gave them food mm. and water made sure they did stuff so like and made sure that they had money so they could keep going on with their cause and like this is the thing because I don't feel like if there was enough, like I don't feel like you'd see Extinction Rebellion marching for Black Lives Matter. Do you know what I mean? And this is where it's like, hold on, you guys need to actually kind of, yeah, fight for your cause, but there needs to be a level of organization that you'll be there for other causes as well. You know, like- Yeah, but I think that's with a lot of causes. So like, I, I think with a lot of things, the most marginalized mm. are the ones that are, are there to link everyone up, but- it also shouldn't yeah. fall upon them to do that because exactly. they're the most marginalised. They're the ones that are struggling the most. Exactly. So they shouldn't have to be doing all of that. But I think exactly. that's when things but do you know work. What I mean, and it's though? when everyone else, when everyone has the same um, end in sight, like everyone has the same goals and aims in sight. Yeah. But at the moment, it's like no one really knows. Well, I think people have their recommendations to what the government should change and should do and reform and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's not like a joint thing. And I think the joint thing that is going to solve a lot of the problems that that each of these groups are having mm-hmm. is to abolish a lot of systems and is yeah. to like capitalism isn't working it's yeah. not it's not helping anyone and exactly. I, don't, I don't think a lot of people like even me I don't understand fully what the solution is and I feel like that's something that we all need to be looking looking mm-hmm. at and working out what we can actually do ourselves to work towards a solution yeah. and what exactly. we want but like but that's what i mean though because so say if extinction rebellion was more organized mm. and it wasn't as chaotic as it was extinction rebellion got how many members in such a small yeah. space of time yeah and obviously they're all white middle class people you know less less likely to obviously yeah they were getting arrested but they're less likely to actually have any kind of um detriment to them mm. from being arrested and stuff like that and like so even when I say that I'm just kind of talking on the sense like just like how with the Black Panther movement they went to other causes to help like and obviously this is like yeah. this is um back in like the 60s whatever they went and when they saw oh okay this camp they're protesting for the right for the right for um um, the Disabled Rights Act. So they they saw that, and so they took it upon themselves to be like, okay, yeah, Black Panther movement. Let's let's source food, let's source water, make sure that they're fed, bring some mm. mattresses in, so then they can lie down and sleep and just be a bit more comfortable. Whereas it's like we haven't been seeing that kind of unity when. So say if if say if a group like Extinction Rebellion went and marched at Black Lives Matter to be like you know black lives matter and we're also extinction rebellion and we're Mm. marching behind this cause as well and there's such a and there was such a big group but then it's like just like how you're saying about we need to choose what causes are we going to march for however Mm. these different groups can all come together and just show that kind of unity and actually get the people who are following them well they're yeah their main thing is climate crisis however they still stand up for lgbtqia rights they still stand up for black lives matter they still stand up for these things as well because they all weave together yeah black black people are 
are being harmed more than white people when it comes to yeah. the climate crisis. So that's and because what they've if got you've to got say. more, they've got to, they've got to just yeah. shout it. And you had if you had more of these middle class white people marching mm. at Black Lives Matter, so then when they wanted to show those police horses like trampling down black people um, in the summer, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like then it would have been like hold on, there were, like obviously there were lots of white people there as well. But mm. like, at least that would have been shown even with kind of when they were pulling down the statues, it was all the white people that were pulling down the slave statues. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but yeah, just, just in that sense, I just thought that they were just Extinction Rebellion really missed the mark. And now mm. they just all look like, they just look like dickheads at the end of the day. Cause it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you gluing yourself to a damn train? People mm. want to go to work. There was other people stuck on a train that was on the lines because obviously that train couldn't move. And it's just like, yeah. why are you being a damn fool? Just like mm. people need money. People are miserable. We just want to get, they just want to get on with their damn days. And yeah, mm. but um, it was a, it was an interesting documentary. I feel like, at the end of it, it just looks like the police are the, were the enemy. <laughs> like, the police were just looking very violent. The whole protest bill, Preeti Patel was just looking like an enemy. Like they only showed it right at the end, but it's just like, yeah, that's what the real enemies looks like. But um, anyway, that was what the whole of my weekend made was made up with. And watching the Hunger Games, and then mm. realizing that Netflix doesn't have. Um, part two of the final film on there like what what is the point you made me watch three films and I can't finish ridiculous yeah that, that I don't know why they do stuff like that Netflix really needs to fix up because like some of the they, things I swear they, they had there, it on there before yeah like I think with Netflix the problem is the series that they put on are really good the film's are lacking like there's not films that I actually want to watch mm, to be honest like I don't really the only time I watch a Netflix film is if I'm with someone like usually if I'm seeing family yeah, we'd, we'd put some of those obscure psychological thrillers yeah, on so do but we <laughs> only, only when I'm with family like yeah because god the knows I'm, I don't want to be watching off. any action films but yeah <laughs> um, I haven't really flicked through the films in a long time I just thought oh let me just put on the Hunger Games in the background mm. um, and then I couldn't finish <laughs> I couldn't finish That's watching so, so jarring actually <laughs> ridiculous it's even Easter holidays and <laughs> I don't have it all on there yeah but yeah oh fucking hell um, um Bridgerton how did ridiculous. You ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. I feel like I'm watching too many things which is to do with love and relationships and it's just really like it's re- I I feel like it's making me miserable slightly. Oh, is like, it? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes no, it's not made Bridgerton did not do the opposite. Bridgerton was torture watching that. I fucking loved mm. it, but it was torture. The ultimatum all I'm thinking is like Okay, these people want to... Okay, just just so you guys understand what, what the hell the ultimatum is about. Okay, these couples, um, they're giving their partners an ultimatum to be like, marry me or let's break up. So they're dragging <laughs> their partners onto this show. And they're like 24. <laughs> they're all like, no, so one 23 to 20 to 25 literally this these are the ages of these people and they're just like yeah i just want to get married i want to have babies i want to do this um and just like i'm just like these people are doing up ultimatum to to get married and 
I can't even get someone to 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 get out of a situation ship. Like, <laughs> I'm just like this is fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and I'm just like I can't even watch this like all of these people they're just they're just crazy they're not chill i'm just like how you lot are dragging your partners to an to this show for an ultimatum before dragging them to a therapist i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) like i i i don't get it like because all of these a lot of these couples just need couples therapy no some of the couples it's like clearly you hate your partner why have mm. you just not broken up with them? Because clearly you hate them. Yeah, so that it's guy just with like, the cowboy hat. I, I, I haven't got far in, but the girl, the blonde girl, she hates, hates him. her boyfriend. She, like, she straight hates, away. Right the from first, the beginning. The first interview, he kisses her and she like shudders. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she hates him. And, I'm and so you can confused. feel it. You I'm can feel like, it through the screen. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> you hate your man. Why are you with him? Like, no one is shackling you to this man. Like, and he's wearing that cowboy and she's like I think I'm the only girl here not feeling his hat it's <laughs> just like please like, just end things you've please got the major things. ick and all of them have only mm. really been in a relationship for from like a year and a half to two years and a half yeah like that, this that's is the thing about the relationships. it like that's why I don't feel so connected to this show because I've only watched a few episodes and oh my gosh. it just they're all young and it's like you you don't really want to marry this person do you you're on here because it's reality tv like it doesn't seem authentic enough diana just keep watching because oh. <laughs> the, whole show, the whole show is fucking mad like i, I don't like i was screaming the whole time watching this. oh my god i'm only on episode like three i think i think i'm starting episode three or four okay yeah i was screaming the whole way through so just like we're gonna come back to this i guarantee you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> so the ultimatum watch that oh yeah young famous african that was very enjoyable very mm. mad and but it's definitely putting me off african men i'm so sorry guys like i'm sorry sorry <laughs> african men you know all those nigerian men that i've been dating i'm sorry but i'm just put off now like <laughs> from watching from watching the show <laughs> i am i am like don't come for me saying oh my gosh alex has put off all africans like come on now like i'm sure the next person I date will most likely be Nigerian. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. But um, right now, that's that's just what I'm feeling. Um, but yeah, Bridgerton is probably the most enjoyable thing that I watched. But that was like two weeks ago. I watched that. But I can um, yeah. rewatch that. Like honestly, the I would like to, but I don't want to put myself back through the torture. Yeah, the characters are just gorgeous. Yes, the sexual tension is awful. Yeah, for me, I'm as someone who is dry as fuck <laughs> I was just sitting there like wow is this what I'm missing out on like, well, like is this what I'm I could like, be outside doing just, <laughs> just watching Bridgerton like okay I'm I'm not one for sexual attention I'm not I'm not one for waiting mm. I'm very much like yeah let's A go slag. on the first date kind of girl <laughs> Like, go on, call it what you want, but, Uh you know, whatever. I'm just like, look, first date, let's get it over with. (laughs) I'm not here. (laughs) Literally, I'm not here for the, for the, like, you know, like, mm, like, look, I can't, I just can't play that game. I can't play it. I Mm. need to, I need to know what I'm working with. And then I need to know if I'm gonna continue because you know, some like I'm sorry, some of you men, you're not, you're not, you're just not performing. I'm, I'm sorry, just like 
that's just what it is <laughs> uh, like I've sent many of you lot home so anyway um, <laughs> anyway um yeah so watching Bridgeton was very much like oh my god like you, you're watching and you know when you can you can see the burning desire and like how it's taken oh, the whole geez. of their souls, the whole of their being, just not to just rip each other's clothes off. And I'm just it's like, ridiculous. I'm just like, oh. fuck, I just want to see some some cheats clapping because this is this is hurting me. Like watching them was was difficult. And I'm just like, oh, just that those actors just bravo oh. like just well done you, you guys are fantastic like literally we, so were, good. we are all so invested oh gosh yeah, so good we so and so invested. gorgeous the girls oh, the sisters are i told you unreal i told you guys the other week their titties are sitting like mm. <laughs> like yeah. i'm sorry and like yeah even like what i was saying the other week i was not looking at any other men i just <laughs> not looking at any other men in that program those two women those two women, the Sharma, the Sharma girls. Mm, lovely. No, but it, it's the way, right? I've got this thing. I think, did you ever watch Angus Fong's and Perfect Snogging when you were growing oh, up? Oh, yeah. I used to hate that film, but we used to watch oh, it I every sleepover it. all the time. Yeah, literally, I tried reading the, the books iconic. and that's why I hated the film because oh. the books are worse. Really good. <laughs> oh, they're worse. <laughs> like, as in, just like, it's just, I just don't like reading stuff where... The, the main character is so self-absorbed. Yeah, she is. Georgia. It, like, reading the books, it's even worse. And it was oh. just like, I can't read this. <laughs> like, and she was a but, bitch. In the books, she was a bitch. She used, yeah. like, you know how, okay, in, in the film, we watch mm. her use Dave the Laugh? Yeah. She was worse in the book. <laughs> she used him worse in the book. But it's good. Like this is what no 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 I no. Like in a it movie. was awful. No no no. It wasn't just like making small small mistake and oh yeah, just dating a few boys. No, she full on used him. And you know, in the in the film, she doesn't kiss him. Like he kisses yeah. her and then she kind of brushes it off. Yeah. In in the in the books, she full on kisses him. Full full on like goes to have a fake relationship with him, and she the whole time she don't like him. Like mm, is worse. Trying to make Robbie jealous. <laughs> just like, but I don't even know if, if Robbie was even there. That I I can't even remember. Mm. It was it was weird. It was like yeah. Anyway, yeah. But anyway, so, so um, you know, in in that she reads that book about the rubber band effect, and it's like uh, oh, to make the guy jealous, men are, men are you, from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 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 make a guy jealous by doing this and then there's that scene where Robbie is jealous and like she's she's laughing oh, that's what with I'm doing the now. laugh <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm doing the rubber band thing now <laughs> I just love I've loved that kind of uh, I've never I don't I don't think I've ever tried it but I love I love watching it I love watching the rubber oh, band technique in movies and stuff like I love seeing a jealous man and in this and seeing just like, him at the lake where she gets on the boat with this guy and he's just looking from a distance I'm like oh this is what I love in in a romance movie I love seeing a jealous man I love it and then he falls in the lake and I just toxicity yeah yeah (laughs) is that a toxic trait maybe it is in real life I don't like it like ew gross get off of me but like in films yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like in films I like it oh my god just (laughs) <laughs> him I like about oh, what you is it? are the bane, the bane of my existence 
<laughs> I want to be and the bane of somebody's son of my desires. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And I keep I, watching I just, on my Instagram. I'm getting little compilations now of him and her, like with stupid like teen music in the background. And <laughs> I don't, I don't know why this. My algorithm is fucked. I get that oh and Jack gosh. Harlow and black women hairstyles, and then that's For fuck's it. Sake. <laughs> she gets a to the Jack Harlow. <laughs> I know it's a fucking mess. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. One day I'll be the bane of somebody's son's existence. Most mm. definitely. I mean, actually, I'm already the bane of many people's son's existence. I already know that. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, gosh. But, what a ugh. lovely show. I enjoyed yeah, it so much. I did. Actually, I really enjoyed Bridgerton. It is still with me now. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. That I didn't, I didn't realize that they could do so much better than season one. Same. And I'm they shocked. did. They they did it. Just they did the thing. Mm-hmm. I am thinking, should I just read the books? Apparently, in the books, the books are like really wild. Apparently, there's like some kind of sex team scenes which are a bit kind of like, is is that completely consensual? Like stuff like that. Like mm. apparently, it's very wild. The books. Mm, um, yeah, <laughs> so I might give them a read. You know, since yeah. you know. Nobody's son wants to tell me that I'm the bane of their existence. So <laughs> they're just they're just keeping that to themselves. Um It will happen. But manifest yeah. it. <laughs> manifest it. Yeah, we, man- <laughs> we manifest our men. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works around here. <laughs> yeah, do do the rubber band rubber band effect from um, Angus songs. You know. <laughs> You know, keep, keep, keep them far away. They'll they'll just spring. They'll just spring back. <laughs> you know, these times that like, you're trying to make them jealous. These times they don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're not even looking at you. They're not even checking for you at all. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, oh. updates this week. So we've just got a lot of like news updates. Um, first one being about uh, calorie count is going to be. I think it, no, I think it has been now, hasn't it? It's going yeah, to be added to menus. Two hundred and fifty <laughs> menus or two hundred fifty restaurants. Uh, yeah, restaurants across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, now adding scary. calorie counting. I don't mm. think this is good because, like, can we not just like all of these stupid things to um, quote unquote tackle obesity? Like I don't know how is it tackling obesity because what you're gonna do just get them to to half half the calories in the dish like you can't like what you're just gonna ask for half of your dish so you're eating half of the mm. calories how is this tackling obesity at the end of the day like it's just gonna it's just gonna stop people from going out and it's not gonna and it's not gonna be helping with obesity it's just gonna be making people who actually like count calories and who are very like. Um, who are quite funny about it just feel more isolated and feel Mm -hmm. like they can't like just not being able to just have a good time and just eat you know yeah literally it's horrible and like and just that this is kind of i've i've had a friend who like kind of like counts calories kind of and just thinks about like what's healthy and they already like and as well like even in that case like my friend already can mm. already um thinks about like orders things depending on what calories she thinks is going to be in there regardless yeah. so it's just like how much more difficult or how much more isolating is this going to be really yeah 
it's ridiculous. And we've spoke about this before about eating disorders and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, apparently, like evidence and data actually shows that um, calories and labeling things with calories um, is limited and it has a short term impact on consumption. Yeah. So it doesn't, it, there's no evidence to say that it will um, improve or reduce <laughs> obesity. And on mm-hmm. top of that, um, calories that there's not really like calories and it doesn't really show enough about someone's relationship with food and their actual like whether they're getting the right nutrients yeah so calories it's not I don't know I'm not no scientist but for all of us we're different all of us in the long term I don't think this is good in the long term this is not going to tackle obesity it's just another one of the what is it meant to do (laughs) It's just, it's just another stupid thing that the government have put to make people think that they're doing something. This is what, this is what they're getting paid for. This is what our taxes are paying for, and yeah. our national insurance is going up. Our energy bills are going up. Instead of them helping to do something with that, they want to put calories on menus. Like I just feel like the whole thing is stupid, and Same. yeah, like just. It's just like, what What are you trying to do? Like, no one's even thinking about obesity right now. I'm sorry, no one can even afford food right now anyway. So, because, you know, you put by energy bills. So I don't understand, like, who's it helping? But no then they'll one. claim that their, their strategy worked when really we're all starving. When really no one's eating out, the economy is fucked. Yeah, like. yeah literally. But um, to people with eating disorders, I just hope, I hope that you can find a way of eating out without yes. being made to feel guilty because it's not, not a nice not, time to be living through. And not focusing on, on those mm. calories as well. Like, you know, just like, I just we just want you guys to ha- be able to have a good time regardless. Mm. Regardless. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Privatization, priv- privatization of Channel 4. I wanted to quickly touch on this because basically, I don't, I can't remember what the woman's name is. This woman in the government, um, Nadine, she wants- Nadine, whatever her name is. Nadine, Nadine, whatever. She wants to- um, <laughs> Anyway, this this woman wants to, um, is talking mm. about privatizing Channel 4, which, um, is a problem. It's not going to be good. Um, be- yeah. And basically, I'm just, I did watch a video just kind of explaining, like, just with better terminology. Um, but just, just, just as a quick overview, mm. Channel 4 right now is um, public and it's paid for through advertisements. Um, and basically, this woman's argument for privatizing it is so Channel Four can stand up to the likes of Netflix and Amazon um, because they're saying about how because oh, there's so many adverts, people aren't watching it. Blah 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 blah. X Y Z. However, and she's trying to say it would be a better business model if it was private because then there would be like a subscription based. People will pay mm-hmm. for it no advertising and it means that it will generate more money for the economy apparently like this is what she's claiming however um in the video that i watched um basically from what she's claiming she's claiming a business model where uh channel four would be able to produce kind of like more content better content xyz however what she's claiming is what is the business model that channel 4 already has because channel 4 is um public owned like they have to um 
from what from what I understand, they have to kind of like source all of their media and get produ- and get everything from producers which aren't like from out they have to outsource all the producers all of their media mm. and stuff like that and buy in the shows right so already they're outsourcing and and getting more local talent that's why yeah, there's such a diverse tell. range of shows on channel mm-hmm. four and then also um the reason why it's better that it's public is that channel four is has more of a say of what like so when you watch channel four news and they're not so they're not as biased just towards a Tory government. They're not as biased to just like with mm. how they news report, they're very much more open and a <laughs> bit more liberal with their news reporting. And mm. um, with another private sector, like making the channel full private, it's gonna become more like how the BBC news reporting is, which is very Tory focused with what they report, what they want to push out and stuff like that. So keeping channel mm. four, um, public means that there's just more of a wider range of voices that are coming mm-hmm. through on there, which some people think that Channel 4 can be biased. However, I just feel like it's just a publication where now at least um, at least it's not only talking from the voices of the select, f- of the select rich mm. few and it's actually giving more of a voice to the public um to like the normal working class person um so these are the reasons why channel 4 being privatized isn't isn't good these are just Mm. and i just wanted to make sure that we spoke on it just so you guys understand like why this was in the news and why it is like quite a major thing especially like the the channel that gave us like the likes of michaela cole being able to um produced um chewing gum on their mm. misfits skins and all of these shows like yeah. it's a sin as well I saw. it's a sin a, yes it's yeah. a sin which was fantastic like yeah we w- we're not going to get stuff like that with with it going private yeah and you you do notice with channel four it might be a bit more left-wing but i do like more because I, I guess I'm a bit more left wing, but I do like um, that they do like mini documentaries mm-hmm. on their new on their news like nights. I think BBC probably do it as well, but their documentaries are interesting. They interview interesting people around the country, and they they mm-hmm. focus on like important things that other news channels aren't really talking about. Yeah. Um, and th- they do their real like investigations and, you know, get dirt on different organizations. Mm-hmm. I think they're just really cool um, yeah, and, and they're even, really current. And even how Channel 4 did the whole um, Black to Front and had yeah, the whole, literally. like they did a whole day of just black, um, like black programming and having all the producers and everything. And they just dedicated a whole day to that. And like, that's never been done before never yeah like channel four is actually kind of saying look we see that there's problems like let's not ignore Mm. that black lives matter happened and that we need to be elevating black voices and they said that and they they did it like literally a whole 24 hours everything and like that's the first time i turned on my tv (laughs) in a long time (laughs) i was there i was there watching what was i watching like homes under the hammer or something i was watching (laughs) I was watching um, what's that one location, 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 and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like I just was watching random shit because it's just all the black people there. So yeah, like yeah, goggle box. And it they, was they so good. They brought us high life. 
Yeah. Oh, no, what, what, you know what I would love? High Life. I feel like, okay, I watch mm-hmm. Murad's, um, I watched Murad like review High Life, yeah. Yeah. And I think he's right. He, we need more of the DJ copies in High Life. We need more of that energy because mm. when I watch Young Famous and African, I'm sorry, I do want to see some of that drama. And I feel like, mm. no, I'm not going to lie. Okay, imagine if some of the, if some of our, favorite influencers on high life imagine we could have seen the beef with adiola and um and annie drea i would mm. love to watch that like i'm sorry let's not pretend that we're all, like come on let's not pretend all these black people aren't all good friends like come on like that's what i thought like when i was watching it i was like we don't have to like this is at the end of the day it it's gonna lovely. have to be reality tv yeah like, yeah maybe first season can be wholesome okay but like it, it it's was reality to TV. watch it was lovely yeah. to watch but I want to see some drama with Tony Tone because I'm sure there's people who can't stand that bitch like I'm s- sorry <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just me <laughs> sorry. Fuck's sake. She's, she's, she's not a bitch she's, she's alright I just feel like she just says like no I can't okay someone told me no I mean I'm even going to tell you about this person one day we're going to have story time on this person one day <laughs> um, but this guy once said to me he was just like Oh, Tony Tone, I hate that bitch. I was like, wow, like, what, what's wrong? And he, he's just like, she says the most basic shit. And I was like, well, shit, she does. Like, and from that, like, I knew that she said basic shit all the time because I didn't, mm. I wouldn't go liking all of her stuff. But then after he pointed it out and the person that he was, after he pointed it out, I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't unsee this. And then now I'm just finding everything she says this annoys me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still want to get a book though because I, I feel like I was gonna yeah. get it you for Christmas but then I didn't have no oh. money <laughs> <laughs> I've got I you something else now did you I've got you something yeah for Christmas just for whatever <laughs> oh that's cute do you want me to show Surprise you gift yeah okay oh this is I don't know when I don't know when I'm gonna see you oh yay no you see it's still wrapped up Oh, that's so, so cute. So basically, oh, I've, I've got Diana spiritual seasoning for the soul deck. Cause, oh, um, that's so exciting. Yeah, because I bought one for my sister and she'd never opened it. So I was just like, okay, oh. like, I've got someone who would want them. So just give them back. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, happy Christmas, happy birthday, whatever. Oh, um, amazing. <laughs> amazing. I just, yeah. um, this is something random, but you know, we were just talking about that Nadine woman. Nadine. Um, Nadine. She's she's the secretary for oh, the one digital. who wants to privatize that yeah, one. Yeah, that girl. The woman. Um, yeah, the woman. So there's this tweet. My friend sent it to me today, and I was like, "Is this the same woman?" So um, I think it was when she became an MP, and her daughter like took over her Twitter and was doing a tweeting for her, <laughs> and she's tweeted hashtag. This was this was in 2000, tw- oh, 2012. She said, "Team Nadine, a successful evening." My mum didn't just kick ass, she ate it, exclamation mark. <laughs> I'm a very proud daughter. Good night. <laughs> My mum ate us. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I'll go. Let see. me. This. I was just like, what? Oh, shit. Why did she say that? I don't know. <laughs> she said, Mum eats ass. Yeah, my mum ate us. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't just kick us, she ate us. <laughs> so this is the woman who wants to privatise Channel 4. She eats us. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay, another uh, another Tory MP um, doing the absolute 
most. Okay, oh, what is it. his name? Do you have the story on this? Is this the guy that has really bad dandruff? Yes, yes, the dandruff okay. guy. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I've got a story. <laughs> okay, Tory MP snorted cocaine, stripped naked, and groped a woman's breasts. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, this. Yeah, this. Okay. <laughs> can we can we first can we first just mention um, basically okay context context. Um, so this Tory MP was pictured with. <laughs> A few lines of cocaine and he's mm. there chilling there. He's doing like like Instagram buddy posts with the cocaine and a drink and just like yeah. And um basically the story is he he tried to say that he had really bad dandruff when he tried to explain it to the police and whatever and it's just like <laughs> I, I And they're just, just like, in he, lines on the table. His dandruff just fell in in line like I was like <laughs> couldn't he say that like he was baking or couldn't he say that oh yeah he was about yeah. to roll out some dough and make some um I don't know what do white people make <laughs> like like scones or um oh yeah scones that's a good one yeah 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 because like I was about to start talking about Bread. bakes but I, white people don't really know about that they couldn't oh, like make pastries been making bricks yeah, yeah some donuts I don't know like he could have just said he was about to do mm. some baking but no, he said he has really Donuts. bad dandruff. The dandruff, um, <laughs> the dandruff managed to fly and line up so neatly, trickle in a line in, in front of him, strategically, like just nicely placed out. Um, this guy does not said, have enough hair to have dandruff. He could have said it was salt. He could have said it was like salt, and he was about to do tequila shots, and he just wanted to line up the salt. Like he just spilt the salt, mm. and he just lined it up because he thought it was funny because it looked like coke. Like I mean, we were doing tequila yeah. shots in the office, and like we were joke like not not we like someone was joking about it looking like it was cocaine. Like the salt, and even though the salt were like it was, we had rock salts and there were pink rock salts, so like it definitely didn't look like cocaine. But like even that was just like a joke. Oh, we should leave this here, like you know, like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, he could have just said he was doing some tequila shots, but no, he has really really bad dandruff. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a medical condition, just like Prince Andrew and his profusely sweating. Swear. <laughs> um, yeah, these yeah. lot. I don't know they, where they make up these. Where where do they find <laughs> this imagination from? <laughs> don't know. Well, the imaginations are fucking awful. So. Yeah. Anyway, go on, Diana. So this guy, Tory MP David Warburton, is being investigated. Uh, okay, over sex claims. So that's another story. But a Conservative mm. MP snorted line after line of cocaine before groping a woman. Did I just read that? Why Why have they you put did. the same thing about five times? Right. David <laughs> Warburton, who represents Somerset and Frome. Is that how you say that place? Frome? From? Um, has been at the centre of Westminster scandal. Um, now photo has arrived. Uh, arise, arose, arose, I don't know. Um, of him sitting. <laughs> oh, it's on a baking tray as well. Why did he not just lie? It's Why did he was he baking. Not just lie? Yeah, he it's allegedly all, took the they class all do eight. Coke. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's like, so normal. It's like casual. It is casual. So it's like police. What do you mean? All the police are doing it too. So <laughs> the police were here. <laughs> the police were here doing it with me. Literally, um, he took the class A drug before stripping down and getting into bed with a woman. Um, and he's, he's married, so not with his wife. The Times reports he sent her a text the next morning asking if she was proud 
Wait, a proud MP <gasps> had slept in her home. <laughs> oh, I I think I heard this. No, yeah. it might have been something else. Carry on, carry on, carry on. So yeah. So this is that's just it from the article, but I also did Wait, read he, that. He um, asked she her didn't want to get proud. into bed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because So I heard yeah, because yeah. it's yeah, her on, house. It's her house. So he he stayed over when she didn't really want him to stay over. She yes. was getting ready for bed and he just jumped in bed and he started touching her and stuff and she was just like I'm She not just pretended she was this. asleep. Yeah, and she pretended she yeah. was asleep. So yeah, yeah, he hopped in bed, sexually assaulted her. That was an her. awful article. And now, yeah, like it was. <laughs> was it by the BBC? <laughs> no, who is this by? Oh, the Metro. It's all over the place. Okay. All over the place. Yeah, yeah, because I heard, yeah, I did hear that. That's that's why I was like, oh yeah. that. that. So yeah, he took the picture with, with the dandruff and then he was like, <laughs> yeah. And then like, he was at this woman's house. She was like, oh, I'm going to get ready for bed. I want to go to bed. So she got ready mm. for bed. And then he, he stripped naked and just got into bed with her. And she just mm-hmm. pretended that she was sleeping while he tried to grope her. Um, yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, yeah. It's just, I don't get it, but. Yeah. yeah. Like. But all of these MPs, they're, they're all snorting cocaine. Boris Johnson also. That's why Boris Johnson has no, nothing to say about these these parties because he was, you know, doing co- mm. cocaine in these parties. Um, but yeah, so... Mm. Mm, yeah, just... Yeah, Regardless weird, of you're nasty but- with your cocaine or your dandruff, disgusting, get out of here. Like, yeah. I can't even see if he's being um, bloody... Investigated by the police. They're saying investigated by MI6. Who are MI6? Uh, the um, Mission Impossible. No, um, <laughs> James the, Bond. <laughs> the, they're like, yeah, they're like the Secret Service in um in Britain. Oh right, kind of okay. like kind of like um the Britain's FBI kind of thing. I think. Interesting. Because so- there's MI5 as well. Yeah, yeah. But then there's another MP. Who's um, also got lots of dandruff? Yeah, it all his their hair is just there's not <laughs> let me not hair shame, but <laughs> when you get to this age, I'm just like, oh, you you lot are really hanging on. I like, mean, I was talking about figurative dandruff, but okay, if they got real dandruff, <laughs> like I don't really want to see the real dandruff. <laughs> all the cocaine. This- Actually, you know what? I feel like people. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm just gonna say like white people because they've been getting a lot more brazen with their cocaine use and like a oh few, my god, a few yeah. times I've seen people just get out cocaine like like just at a tube station and and I just see them and I I'm, every time I'm just I'm shocked every time mm. and I'm just like yeah. for fuck's sake like can't you go somewhere <laughs> else to do that or like I just see them they pour a bit on their hand and I'm just like fuck like why am it's I mad. why am I seeing this like in broad daylight there's kids over there and you're just mm. there with your with your powder putting it on your hand and sniffing it and I'm just like it shocks me every time but they're just yeah. so brazen with their cocaine use. Just that's just- it because they don't have anything to worry about. Because one of my friends, we've been walking down um, like Whitehall and p- walking past number ten and that, and he just like sparks a spliff, and, <laughs> and I'm just like, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like you, you have no fear. You have no fear because like for me, it's obviously not. It's weed. It's not like that deep. But there's no, police but officers down this whole road, and I'm black. For weed. 
yeah, literally, like I, I cannot even consider doing, I don't even consider doing that in general public places, no. let alone the most like policed and the, the place with the most cameras in the country. Like, literally, it's crazy, just madness. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like... Okay. It is, yeah. it is madness. And then the police, like, they love to be in these poor areas, over-policing the poor areas. But, like, down, like, the, I say it all the but time. These places where everyone, <laughs> yeah, is, is just going crazy. Hyde Park 420. That's coming mm. up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Happy 420. <laughs> Next We're week. 10 days away. Oh, yeah. 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 Nine days away. But anyway, but nine days but away anyway, from yeah. recording. Um, this MP guy, Imran Khan, guilty of sexually assaulting a teenage boy. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it was at a party 40, 14 years ago, found guilty after a nine day trial. So he's actually been found guilty and has been okay. convicted. Crazy. But I'm guessing that's because he's brown. Well, he's, yeah, well, he's Asian, but he's yeah. he, light skin. Um. Well, he's still Asian. They they like yeah. convicting like <laughs> Asians and that just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh this, just, this country. country. <laughs> it's this every week in it. Every <laughs> like literally, okay. The last thing about this this damn country on our list, mm. um conversion therapy has finally been banned, but um not for trans people. Which is just like, well, what's the point in banning it at all? Just why can't it just be banned for everyone? This don't make no sense. Um, yeah, it doesn't. And Boris, like, I th- do you do you have an article on this? I'm guessing that you do, but um, um, I did, and now it's gone. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm gonna keep rambling, but um, yeah, I just feel like conversion therapy, like, um, well, I was watching a few videos and um. Conversion therapy is actually like um, trans people are more likely to be offered conversion therapy and to be trying and like and to be like kind of coerced into getting conversion mm. therapy than um, just um, homosexual people who like mm. um, cis homosexual people. Um, so I just find it interesting that as the groups that are kind of more vulnerable to actually being forced into getting or or being coerced into getting conversion mm. therapy or suggested to get con- conversion therapy, why is that group getting excluded from this ban? Why is it okay that trans people are allowed to still go through this traumatizing and actually frankly dangerous because it is dangerous it's very and it's very Mm -hmm. toxic especially to mental health as well um why are they excluded from like why are they still allowed why why is that still there for them to still be forced into it when they are kind of the most vulnerable and they're the most vulnerable target for conversion therapy nowadays. And I just feel like it's just such a shame. It's very disgusting. It's very smelly. Like what's the point in banning it if you're going to exclude a whole group of people in that ban? Like that doesn't, Mm -hmm. like, like I don't understand how this is, where, how this is like a good reflection in anyhow. What is the point? Just like, yeah. I think the government have been building relationships so with that charity is it called LGB where they don't they don't like celebrate so the tea with with a racist charity basically because they are they don't yeah but racist probably isn't 
the right the correct word like but they're probably still are racist because I'm sure they probably don't recognize <laughs> black black um black homosexual people in that group. But, but um, um you know that there's that girl Kemi, well not that girl, the MP Kemi with the straggly scraggly braids. The, the, raggly, and, you know, the raggedy braids. Yeah, her she she's been in conversations with that charity. So I feel like for a while they've been warming up to this because this country like does but not like, give a oh, shit about trans people. I just don't but like <laughs> Why just go to the charity, the one charity that is exclusive? Yeah, the one. They always because do this. They find the one, the one that is against what everyone yeah. else is thinking, and they're just like, "Oh, this is okay because they're for some parts." But it's like, no, but that like the LGB openly excludes how many other groups of people? Because when we think of like lgbt like is lgbtqia like there's there's mm-hmm. more people who are involved within this community so how can you go to the one charity the one section that is fully excluding a whole range of people because they don't recognize them as having the same problems and like this is just a problem which is like which is actually which is within um which within the lgbt the LGBTQIA plus mm-hmm. community is that that there are parts of the community that still want to exclude people that still want to that also want to play oppression Olympics like let's let's mm. not let's not get it twisted because there's still this whole this whole thing of where white men sit at the top <laughs> and that and yeah, that's yeah. that's just it like and if you think about it now there's probably white gay men that have been able to move their way to the top. And just because mm. you're white and gay, as we've seen, just because you're black and a male doesn't mean that you're caring for other people that are actually yeah. within similar within communities the to you. Yeah. So yeah, it's just sad that stuff like this happens. But I've got I've got an article and there was a protest on Sunday. Um, was my there. sister was gonna go to it, but yeah, she d- couldn't manage to get there. But um Thousands of people gathered at protests near Downing Street in London and elsewhere, calling on the government to include transgender people in a proposed ban on conversion Mm -hmm. therapy. Organisers said at least 3,000 people attended the event um, in London. That's just in London. Um, Mm -hmm. It was near Downing Street. Um, Yeah, so there's not really much else to say. It's just sad times again yeah, um, and like and just just blatant transphobia just coming from the government yeah, it's just blatant. blatant and the thing that i find crazy is that there are so many charities and organizations and even internally in the government there's networks set up for lgbt yeah. people to have a say and influence policy but it's just constantly like they they enjoy ignoring people yeah. and they enjoy not not involving people in decision making and they, they, like they to love make the out. scandal they love just having yeah. more things that can come up in the newspaper which distracts everyone from the real issues that are going on in Downing Street mm. that's that's it because that's what they're doing it's the same thing what with them pushing about with pushing about Ukraine at the moment like they just want to distract you like why is it all of a sudden that they want to focus on publishing these things in the papers instead of going back to talking about Boris Johnson's illegal parties yeah it's true can I um yeah play this clip? It's by Emily Thornbury, you know, the um Labour MP. It's her talking about the um 
uh, conversion therapy yeah. problem at the moment. And it, what she was saying was just like so perfect. And it's like, why can't all older white women and just all older people just, you know, just have common sense? Be like her. Be <laughs> like her. Yeah. Emily, right. Okay. Let me play. It's on LBC. Emily Thornbury. One once asked, can a woman have a penis said people are complex and different. It's up to listeners to decide if I've given a full answer to that. Are you ready to give us a slightly more detailed rather than a nuanced answer? Emily Thornbury can. To that question, can a woman have a penis? Most women are like me or the women MPs, you know, or my mum or my daughter. Of course, most women are, you know, biologically adult females. There are, however, a minority of people who are born into the wrong gender, who are deeply unhappy and marginalised people who, frankly, we should have a bit of compassion for and should not be using mm-hmm. them in some sort of culture war. You know, women who are trans mm-hmm. deserve to be recognised and, yes, you know, therefore some of them will have penises. Frankly, I'm not looking up their skirts. I don't mm. care. What I care about is that they're looked after properly and that they are not used as a political football by a prime minister who ought to know better. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like, ugh. This is tiring. Like, why is this even a discussion? Why do you, why? I'm sorry. I feel yeah. like this whole talk about oh, what genitals someone has, I feel like it's a form of sexual <laughs> harassment. It's gross. It's I so feel like gross. that needs and to be it's illegal. True what she's saying. Like, I like, I like the way she kind of like minimized it because it is like, a silly thing for people to be talking about all the time. It like is. What, what genitals people have. Why are we still talking about this? Because I'm sorry, look, we went through, I'm sorry, if people just really are like, no, no, I'm not even going to condone that. But I was just going to say like, because we've gone through the phases where on every talk show, they brought out someone trans and asked them what genitals they've had. Piers Morgan even did it most recently with Caitlyn Jenner, asking Mm. about her genitals to which Caitlin actually educated Piers and told him that's a very rude question and Piers actually listened and um, like I don't know if he's taken away from that and actually has understood how offensive that is but at that moment at that moment yeah (laughs) at that moment he was listening apparently Um, so and like the thing is is that like there's been there's so many talk shows on that like yeah if you guys really yeah. want to like just if you guys are so 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 curious like I, I would i would recommend you go back and watch them but I, like at the same time i don't recommend that because it was very like exploitative it was very rude it was very disingenuous to those people on these shows i'm sorry we shouldn't be asking about anyone's genitals like i like luckily as as a woman who, um, as a cis, as a cis het woman who who identifies as the gender I was assigned at birth, I don't have to go anywhere and be questioned about what genitals I have. And it's mm. and if anyone started talking about my genitals, I'd be deeply offended. I'd be very grossed out. I'd be feeling very like, what the fuck is going on? And mm. like, and then feeling like, and feeling very unsafe because why why do you want to know about why do you want to know about something that i'm never going to show you just like it's true it's, it's dehumanizing as well because it's it like is. this is my body 
and I'm not a sexual object. I'm not an object for people to stare at and be like confused that I'm just a human being like everyone else. I don't need everyone on the news, everyone across the world discussing whether I have a penis or not. And, and if like, I do have a penis, it's not going to be know. inside of you. <laughs> yeah, you, it's not going to be near you. you. You people will never fucking know because I ain't trying to have sex with you. So like all of you, cause it's just like, I'm sorry, you lot are so dusty. Why would these, why would these trans women want anything to do with you? You will never see, you will never, you'll never see their sexy bodies because they don't want nothing to do with your dusty ass. Like, please just get out of Piers here. Morgan. Literally, <laughs> oh gosh, just disgusting. Like, I'm sorry, give like, Give trans people the respect they deserve. Trans people are people. Trans people are, are human beings and they should not be excluded from a ban of a very dangerous therapy that has been around mostly, mainly circulating in religious spaces. These these spaces shouldn't be doing this because regardless if you ban it or not, I'm sure there's still there's still going to be these religious institutions where they'll still be doing it regardless. So mm. like just ban the thing from everywhere, okay? Because mm. for everyone, no one should no one should be should be subjected to the to these traumatizing spiritual spiritual practices which are just mm. like which like which are there to like mentally disturb people like mm-hmm. no um yeah so just just get rid of that boris johnson like it don't make no sense anyway just just ban it for everyone why <laughs> why exclude yeah, yeah. why exclude people stupid. Don't, like it is stupid um yeah it anyway. is idiots that that's it for our updates from the uk do you want to talk on mm. this next bit yeah, it's nothing too much to be honest, but I just want to say again, Tory Lanez is a cunt. I'm gonna say it every <laughs> every week of my life. Tory Lanez is dirty. Like he's he was arrested recently um mm-hmm. in court um over tweets. Like he's been tweeting Megan Thee Stallion, he's been uh, violating <laughs> violating um I'm sorry, I just coughed disgustingly. <laughs> he's been violating um the Megan Thee Stallion's protective order order against him. Um, and he just won't leave her alone. He Why won't he leave obsessed? women alone. I don't know. I don't know. And I also saw the other day something like quite old. He, I, I was watching a video about rappers and I don't know, some some sort of shit. But he, um, he said before um, something about women paying on dates and he was like if you can't pay on a date you're not in my tax bracket and I don't want to date you and it's like that's what Tory Lane said yeah yeah like <laughs> so classy you're not so you're not, gross you're not in my tax bracket like yeah but where are you going on the date though yeah, like you're Tory Lanes. There's not many people that are in your tax bracket. To be fair, like, literally, I don't really, I don't really. Is he trying to shame all of us because it didn't work? It's just made him look like a fucking knob. But yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say we can't he's talk still in that. We're not in tax Yeah, <laughs> and let's protect black women as yes, always. Yes, protect black women. These these men that just hate us, just fuck off. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't want nothing to do with you anyway okay actually mm. another man who another man who hates who hates black women um, oh <laughs> yeah, so let's great. drag him okay <laughs> is his name actually bartlett bartlett 
That's his name. Bartlett, Bartlett. Yes, yeah, Bartlett. Yeah. Bartlett. Okay, Steve Bartlett. This guy, he's just. Okay, this guy who's hiding his podcast for some reason is called Diary of a CEO, but really it's just like, let's let's see what rich people I can get on here so I can just get up some views, get up some yeah. recognition, get people. Let's get someone to to repost me on the Shade Borough. Um, These people Bartlett. aren't CEOs. They're just yeah. celebrities. They're just, they're just like, yeah, they're just weird, weird. Like, can we even call them celebrities? Like, because Matt Hancock it's isn't like- a celebrity. <laughs> It's just clickbait people. So he yeah. brings on Matt Hancock, Pierce Morgan, but on Liam Payne from One Direction. People are gonna Liam be like, Payne. oh, it's Liam from One Direction. Then he brings on like Why just is Liam Payne everywhere? It's because it's from Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention this a few weeks ago, it's but Liam Payne. No, we that didn't mention it. We forgot Oscars. to mention. We forgot to mention about <laughs> Liam Payne's weird accent when he wanted to talk on Will Smith because him and Will Smith oh. are apparently best friends because they used to be neighbours. Oh, he's, he's like, when Will cries, I cry. <laughs> when Will laughs, I laugh. In a weird Welsh accent. Like, I don't know what that accent was. It was not Wolverhampton. Oh, like, that was hilarious. Uh, awful. Like, because Deanna first said, what's going on with his accent? At first I listened, I was like, well, I, um, he sounds not, then I, but then I listened, at first I thought, oh, he sounds normal, but then I listened to the whole thing. And I was like, yeah. what the I was like, what the fuck? That's not a wolf's accent. Like, I don't know where that, <laughs> I don't know what accent that is. Like, I was like, he's been hanging a bit, hanging around Cheryl Cole a bit too much. Like, <laughs> In the, it was just a bit of everything. And like, the thing is, the guy just asked him a simple question, like, how was the night? How did you find the situation? And he just does a whole analysis on the red carpet. And I, and the, the interview is kind of shocked after the first, he's finished answering the question after for about three minutes the interview is like shit let me dig a bit more and then he asks, starts asking questions about like we're, like the anger of the situation what should happen next and Liam's like oh I hope I hope they can all resolve it um, then he's like me and Chris he, Rock so we met at Madison Square Garden and then I used to live next door to Will Smith and I grew up with Jada and I was just thinking oh Liam Payne, the, the glue Liam. that holds them together. Yeah, yeah. Like it was so funny. It was. So, I, I hope he's not got something wrong. Like I hope he's okay because he was all over the place. Yeah, and he looked really weird. He kept chewing and stuff, didn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah. And he meant chewing the mm. gum. Sorry, I've got a sweet in my mouth. I'm so sorry. If it's alright. So um, should let should I continue? Um, yeah, continue. This guy Steve Bartlett. He's inviting yeah, Piers, Mor- so, Piers Morgan. On his influencer, yeah, on, his on, on, show. on his influencer platform podcast, um. <laughs> that is branded as CEOs. He brands everything as like entrepreneurial, and he is a businessman. I guess he owns that you're like Huel company, but everything else yeah, that but- he does around this business is about his profile and becoming famous. Like you can tell by his Instagram. I've always said this. His oh, clothes he wants to are be stolen from bitch. other black creatives. Yeah, like he, his clothes like, are he stolen from his black creatives. Yeah, like people have said before, this guy is stealing my tweets. Like these quotes, he's oh, stealing them quotes. from people. Yeah, the and fuck? everyone's like, oh, this guy, this guy, like he's he's such a cool guy. And like, I see you lot all follow him, following him. And I'm thinking he's not original. Like he's Look really not original. Look at these he's mixed race cool. men. I know. Stealing from black boring. people. This is disgusting. And he, and he, like I've said before, like people have been speaking about how he's just like a massive capitalist. He steals stuff all the time. He mm. he promotes the whole work hard and you can make it to places, which I think he did do. I, I, I don't whole, know. Um, I, I don't really know how his 24 career 24 hours in the day as Beyonce. 
Yeah, but like he, like when we were in France, right? Me and you, we like I, I was quite drunk, so I was just reading like this article when we were out for food about oh, yeah. him, and I'm gonna share it on our story because it is so funny. Like talking about how he's so like self righteous, and <laughs> there's something about this guy. Oh he, yeah, he's just the reporter he's really so hates him as well. But yeah, <laughs> and it was really funny. It was really funny. They were like looking into his past and stuff, but. Yeah, anyway, back to this, back to this. Um, He's got Piers Morgan on his podcast. Yeah, Hmm. promoting some whatever, some new show. But like, I just feel like, but to think this is what Piers Morgan has fallen to. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Imagine Piers Morgan kicked off ITV and now he needs to go to this to this mixed race guy Steve Bartlett yeah to to promote wow. his show kind of sad that oh, it this is, is very where it's sad come to, Pierce. this grown man is going to this mixed race boy to promote his new show yeah but it's because he knows that this mixed race boy will not challenge him on any of yeah. his fuckery from mm-hmm. his past because this guy just wants him on for views yeah. and obviously other people noticed this and they were like like Steve, so Steve's post or Steven's post was mm-hmm. diary of a CEO times, or including Pierce Morgan, one of the most requested guests we've had. So you can tell who his audience is by that because yeah. we, we ain't requesting him. Um, <laughs> and yesterday we finally managed to make it happen. A very honest conversation about life, cancel culture, honest. the art of cancel attention. Culture. Oh, yeah, sorry, Pierce Morgan is getting cancelled now. But he's not cancelled. This is a thing with white men. They don't get cancelled. He's just... But he's like, chatting what does saying Piers he's know been about cancel culture? He's going to start... He's going to be shouting about Meghan Markle. Yeah, like boring, boring, boring. Um, failure, mental health. Who wants to talk to Piers Morgan about mental health? The guy that, that said Me- Meghan's lying about her mental health. Like, uh, like the fuck? He's not an expert. Yeah. And more. And truth. No, but truth, that's why right. they're talking about mental health because he is an expert. Because Megan was lying, yeah. so that makes him the expert. Yeah. He so he he knew that he could see that from a mile away. So he's yeah. the expert. But so everyone's quoting this like Steve, this is messy, this is disgusting, you're enabling, etc. And then obviously Queen Kalechi, mm-hmm. our we love queen, her. we she, love her. She said. And Shay Borough picked this up too. And <laughs> yeah, people Shay. were supporting her. And I was like, I love seeing people support Kalechi. Let's yes. continue. Um, but um, she basically said, imagine interviewing and further platforming a man who is actively harassing a woman in front of the world. Matt Hancock and his long <laughs> long back grope <laughs> his long back groping try <laughs> trying to rebat brand is one thing, but this, yeah, this is smelly. And I agree 100%. Yeah. And, you know, like Steve was all, when Molly Mae was getting picked on, he was like, well, she's a woman. And if a man had said the same thing, people wouldn't be complaining. Blah, blah, but it's blah. like, you can't be this little feminist over here and then not be a feminist throughout. Do you yeah. see black women and mixed race women as women as well and that are deserving of the grace that Molly Mae was deserving of? No, no, he doesn't. Of course um, not. So then he went and quoted Kalechi and said, imagine, this is the only tweet he responded to as well out of the thousands of tweets from of everyone. Of course, of course it Let's is. Let's give them to the this black guy, woman. I'm sorry, so. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whenever I just, I'm just always like, whenever anyone wants to mess with yeah. Kalechi, I'm just like, do these people 
understand like do they do they know who they're missing with because i'm sorry like you do not have the range and are you sure you want curses raining all on you like i'm like (laughs) like every time i'm just like why are these people still trying this woman like i like Mm. have they not noticed that good things don't like good things don't come after they try her so like i I mean her curses land Mm -hmm. And they will always land. So it's just like, mate, I haven't listened to her podcast today. Like, I'm going to listen tomorrow. But I'm like, I'm ready to hear her cuss him. But it's just like... I don't know if she will go this week because it it was quite late, wasn't it? It She records on Sunday last night. Oh, it was last night. Yeah, it was last night though. Yeah. Yeah, it was last night. Okay. She might, might, maybe she's added it in or maybe maybe not. We might hear about it next week. Yeah. We'll see. But, um... Yeah, so he went back to her with the vim of, imagine only being willing to have a conversation with people you already, uh, you know, you already completely agree with and sticking your fingers in your ears to anyone else. So who said that's what Kalechi does anyway? Like, but the he's thing just is, though, up there. he doesn't address mm. anything that she, the points that she said. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He just he starts just making about his own her. narrative. He just, he's just said, yeah. oh, imagine if we only listen to one side of the story. Like, when when she just said she just said imagine giving your giving you up your platform for someone who openly disrespects women all the time like fine matt hancock was mm. one thing but this is just a bit much and yeah, he just yeah. went imagine only hearing one side of the story i'm sorry the no like we've seen him verbally abuse a woman and verbally yeah. and bully and harass harass Other a woman people. online yeah. through the tabline for the tabloids f- through a good morning television show for how many years? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there is, there is not- no other side <clears throat> of the story. We watched him. Like, the other side of the story is that he's yeah. pressed because Megan didn't fancy him. Like, and that's just gross because <laughs> the, the guy was fucking married at the time anyway. Like, just. Yeah. And we've seen him constantly do it to black women on the show. Yeah. Like, Shola has been on there. He's done it to her. Yes. Monroe oh my gosh. The has been on there. He he's always has Vim. Like, yes. And he was yeah. rude to Monroe. He always has Vim for, Sh- for Dr. Shola. Yeah. Always has yeah. Vim for Dr. Always. Shola. And, um. And Kia, what's that guy's name? For, is he from Birmingham? Uh, Keandi Andrews? Is that oh, his name? Oh, Keandi. Yeah, Keandi yeah, Andrews. He hates him. Really? He hates, of course he, hates he does because they these. talk about black issues. Yeah, he doesn't like it. He hates so black this, people. This is... I've seen Piers Morgan in person. <laughs> You've seen him? Yeah, he came into the design museum shop one time. Um, he had Ew. his mask on, like, but like, and like he he's replied to me when I said hello, and like he said like he replied, but then and then like he he didn't buy anything, but it was just like mm. and then and then I went to like the person I was with was like that I'm sure that was Piers Morgan I swear that was Piers Morgan she didn't know who who he was she was Port- she's Portuguese yeah. so she, she didn't know who he was <laughs> lucky for and I was like and I was like oh yeah he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So he also said, "Imagine how little progress would be made in the world, basically, if you you don't socialize with people who you don't agree with." And yeah, also, like, just here what as well, progress are you making? Like, yeah, like when when someone's a misogynist, um, it's there's there's opinions and having, and then there's people having views that are hateful yeah. towards groups of people, and mm-hmm. Pierce has been very hateful towards marginalized people for a long time so it's not just like a difference of opinion it's that this man is very harmful Mm -hmm. um 
But yeah, he said, imagine judging a conversation before you even heard it. So like, he's trying to make people click on his fucking link again. <laughs> Look, like, have a day off. Imagine judging um, a conversation before you even heard. He's just, he's just, he just yeah. wants the shade borrow to repost the conversation. Yeah, like, shade borrow, shade click on here. <laughs> Ugh, he's so gross. He's so gross. Um, Fool. But yeah, um, he just harasses people all the time. And Kalechi said, in quotations, a different point of view. When it comes to the amount of harm he specifically has caused, um, it's very... Um, is very disgenuous of you. You also lack the range because in the same tweet I mentioned, your woeful woeful interview with Matt and let you have that and then try again. And then, um, yeah, it's not a healthy debate. And to be honest, we don't need to be platforming this man. He's had enough voice. Like, why are we bringing him on podcast now? And he's got a new show. He's got another platform. He's got another platform regardless. Yeah. Wait, is, and is Piz Morgan's new show coming saying, on YouTube? Is it like a YouTube show? <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. The, the, I, the I ultimate not in, influencer buddy is <laughs> now on YouTube. <laughs> oh, oh, he's too so old annoying. for YouTube, man. How I embarrassing. Know. And then Kalechi also said... I can judge a conversation before I've heard it because I've seen you in your previous conversations and you don't have the range. You would not hold him accountable because he clearly come on your show to promote something, you mm-hmm. lying toe rag. Um, of all the ways <laughs> of all the ways to make the world a better place, it will be take it talking to someone as harmful as that waste man for clicks. If you don't shut up and get get to connecting that beard. And then she said, I have zero respect for anyone who attempts to normalize Piss Morgan's nasty behavior. His harassment of Megan has been extremely worrying to witness. And I'm disgusted that anybody could platform him and claim that it's um, for the good of all smelly behavior. And then other people said, it's people like Stephen and ZZ, I guess ZZ Mills, mm-hmm. will interview someone controversial, get called out and tell us you haven't seen the interview. So like basically go click on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it will drop and it's just them laughing with them. Like they don't even have the range like that to be interviewing those type of guests. Why do you think they agreed to let you interview them? It's because yeah. they don't rate you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they, they know they aren't, gonna sweat and then they yep. can say i let the blacks interview me i don't run away like these liberals exactly oh. it's so it's true, true though, everyone was ready last night everyone ev- everyone was writing from the heart <laughs> literally it's so true though because i'm sorry piers morgan would never go and get interviewed by dr Scholler. he would never go and get into he would never go on collectors podcast to get interviewed and get some straws handed to him you know mm. so it's just like yeah like i'm like yeah, I just, I can't. I have nothing more to say on this. Yeah. Just this guy, like this guy. I just, I just, I can't stand it when these, like, you know, and like these kind of like light skin mixed race um men, they come here and they, they like, they hold on to their blackness like sometimes mm. for like that cool factor, but then. But then they yeah for the cool factor yeah, definitely. But then have no proximity like so they they hold on to the black blackness to have some proximity to black people to black cliques. But everything they do they do out of whiteness just so they can be palatable, mm. just so they can get in that white audience and have them. Yeah, get the approval. Yeah, literally. And and then as well they can also kind of 
kind of like lean on that diversity factor on their mm. of their blackness as well and it's just like we're tired of you we know what you're doing yeah yeah i've read a couple more tweets these ones are quite good um mm. and then i'll be done with this but someone said i actually find mixed race men like this a bit scary the visceral <laughs> hatred they have towards black women is a bit disgusting they think we don't notice it but we do and that's really sad mm. and then someone else has said lol why are you guys so hell-bent on debating with and appealing to bigots and bullies who defo aren't interested in challenging their own thinking uh, thinking through. It feels slightly machinistic because what is the intended outcome when you already know what wavelength Pierce is on? Which mm-hmm. is true. Like, why do you think, Stephen, that you can change his mind about things? But the when- thing is, he's not going to present him with anything to change his mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was just lying. And then <laughs> someone else has said, this is the last one, um, the weird way you seem to heavily appeal to white right wingers and racists and then define that as progress. Yeah. Define what progress you have made by attempting to belittle black a black woman for challenging your ethics. Literally. Skin folks, not kin folk, mm-hmm. um, and all of that. Truly smelly. Very smelly. And that's that. Yeah, I agree with all of that. You know, like that first one that you said about um being scared of mixed ra- mixed race men like this? Yeah. This is just reminding yeah. me of the of the guy. So someone this guy matched me on hinge. Like before, mm. before I paused it, I decided like, okay, I was still trying. I was still trying out here. Oh yeah. You and told me about this guy. This I mixed think. race guy had matched me. Mm. Um, and we were there talking, talking, talking about traveling. You know, he was telling, he was yeah. telling me he's well-traveled, blah, blah, blah. Apparently I should have been impressed by that, but I'd been to some of the places that he had been. So we were having some nice mm. conversation. Then I just mentioned, oh yeah, I just come back from Paris. And he was like, then he wanted to have an argument with me about what's the most racist country in Europe. And I was just like, why are we having this argument? Like, I just, basically he was just like, oh, France is the most racist and shittest place in Europe. And I was just like, hold on, like, let's not, let's not do this because I'm not like, one, I do have family who live in France. Two, like, I'm not going to start having an argument with you and just taking everything you say on face value um, mm. Just from from your experience, like, I'm, and I'm not even going to deny your experience either. But I'm mm. not. What I'm not going to do is sit here, start slating a country, saying that they're the most racist and whatever. When I'm sorry, there's there's lots of racist countries in Europe. Like I'm, I'm and I'm not going to hear argue with you why you think France is the most racist and why you think it's so shit there. Mm. Like there's lots of people who live in there's lots of people who live in Paris. There's lots of people who love living in Paris, and I'm not going to go and start and start shitting on their experience because just because you had one racist experience. I'm so sorry yeah. that you went to France one time and they saw you as black. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> whereas here, because you look like you model for JD, no, not model, just because you look like you work at JD. <laughs> like, yeah. You work at JD, like you're you're skinny, you have the same face as every single mixed race guy who who plays football, <laughs> who and who is in JD basically. Like I'm so sorry that when that and that you've been on that kind of light skin privilege your whole life, but that when you stepped into France one time, they thought you they told you you were black, so fuck off. Like that's <laughs> that's really not my business when right now you're arguing with me. Me being a dark skinned black woman who did not grow up in London, please don't come, don't come here telling me and trying to shout and argue just because I went to Paris. So what? Like- yeah, and it's just so rude. When when someone says, I've been on holiday, the first thing you say isn't, 
it's so shit there. It's so shit there. Yeah. Like, it's racist there. Like, just let someone fucking enjoy their holiday. Literally. Or like, if you fancy someone, start a nice conversation about the holiday. Don't, like, why the fuck would you start trying to, like, trauma bond or, like, complain oh, about gosh. racism? It's Literally, like, like, come on. These... And- and I'm really Where's not trying game? to play Oppression Olympics with you, light skinned no. boy. I'm not. Like, I don't <laughs> want to. I'm not trying to do this. Like, and yeah, after that conversation, he unmatched me. I'm just like, this guy, like, look, clearly you didn't like me. I don't know why you were trying mm. to see where you could get with a black girl. Like, I don't know what you want. Like, mm. he, like he was skinny as fuck as well. And I'm just like, I don't know what he's <laughs> going to be trying to do with me. Um,. Mm. But yeah, like, I just I just don't know what. Um, and his beard wasn't connecting either. I don't think it ever will as well, baby. So like, just boy, bye. <laughs> but yeah, I just yeah. To be honest, I always feel a bit funny when um mixed race guys kind of like match me and stuff because I'm just thinking. Mm. Like, I, I just feel like, I think just because like how we know men to be and men, mm. like even with black men, like we, we like you even have to be funny about black men because like even they mm. have their tendencies where they're trying to be close pro- in close proximity to whiteness. So when mixed race mm. men are matching me, I'm just kind of like, well, I, I, I need to give you that same vim that I, that I give to white men because I'm mm. not sure like what you're about. I'm not sure if, if featurism, texturism and things are going to be mm. coming across here right now. And that's what is attracted to you to me and stuff like that. And I'm just like, mm. yeah. And I feel like I just even need to be wary yeah. of them because I feel like mixed race guys, more so than white men are going to kind of like, they usually have their types and their fetishes and where they want to go. And usually that is not black women. Because like, just like how we know with kind of with when we hear like mixed race people in in the UK, Mm. like say if we talk about um, Amber from Love Island, they Mm. like comparing other black people to their black parents. And it's just Mm. a very weird flex. And I've heard it lots of times. And I think as well, actually, like, because the mixed race guy, one of the mixed race guys that um, I went to, that I grew up through school with, I remember him slating, slating one of the black girls in our class. But then he was saying, Mm. oh, actually, no, Alex is wifey material and all this stuff. And it's like, hold on, why am Mm. I better than this black girl? (laughs) Why am I better than than that black girl? Yeah. What's the difference? Like, shut the fuck up. Because you you will never want you will never even look twice at a black girl. So fuck off. Like don't even don't yeah. even have that. I do think mixed race guys. It's rare that you see them with black girls. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit rare that you see them with mixed girls. They're, a lot of the time they do date white girls yes, in this country. I, at least. I find that. And even like with I say this quite a lot, but like with every footballer you look at, like some of the black footballers they do have black wives but mixed mm. race boys from like England they always have white wives yeah. or white girlfriends yeah. and I think Love Island the mixed race guys always go for white girls and if they mm-hmm. go for a black girl like we saw with Tyler actually Tyler was fully black I think but like with the uh, light skinned to- black guys Toby? on Love Island yeah Toby he he didn't he didn't go for a black girl like yeah. he was with Kaz just to see whether he liked Kaz but he didn't like her yeah. so I feel like yeah, it's rare that we actually ever see mixed race guys with um, black, yeah, 
black women or yeah. just women that aren't white. Yeah, it is very rare. And I feel like, I think as well, like I'm not even going to lie. I feel like that there must be somewhere where there's this kind of like that, that anti-blackness comes out somewhere and that very much can come from their black parent, you know, mm. especially yeah, like- I agree, I agree. Yeah, especially when you have- black people who will only date white people because mm. of their own anti their internalized anti-blackness and i feel like that's where why we see that with a lot of um kind of like just a lot of mixed race people kind of in the uk mm. that it's just this internalized anti-blackness which makes them always want to stay in close proximity to mm-hmm. whiteness which is crazy, yeah, crazy concept. and the the mixed race boys that I've seen or men that I've seen that actually date black women are the ones that have the black mother rather than the Mm -hmm. black father so the black dads I think a lot of the time (laughs) the black dads that are with the white women in this country they are very anti-black like they've got the whole oh I'm not with a black woman because they're bossy like it's it's so common these times times Sharon is is shouting (laughs) uh calling in the n words, being like Literally. you know wanting to like throw bottles at his head like <laughs> yeah but, but yeah, no that's what black I mean. women like, are bossy and aggressive <laughs> but i do i do think that comes into it somewhere because yeah. like we've got this whole generation of well, a new generation now of mixed race children that have been produced by parents. Like really us as a country have only started to become a bit more critical about the racism within this country and mm. knowledgeable about it yes. within the last like few years. So the, the yes. people that are having these mixed race babies, are you equipped to bring a mixed race baby into the mm-hmm. world? Most parents are not. Most parents, there's going to be one racist family member. There's going to be mm. racist comments all the time. Like people just aren't ready to, like people, Obviously, um, interracial relationships are going to be a thing forever, but I don't think I don't think people are ready to create children when they are creating children. How they mm-hmm. are, then people aren't educated enough, and they they haven't looked at themselves enough to to establish whether the the environment's like safe or not. Yeah, um, yeah, or safe enough. I mean, yeah, I get you. <sighs> anyway, okay, okay. So the last thing I just really wanted to touch on today. So, um, there's an influencer called Uche, Uche Notori, and she Mm. tweeted the other day saying, that clean girl look is is low-key anti-black because which black girl is leaving the house with just tinted moisturizer and a dash of concealer? Please, we need coverage and structure. Um, so yeah, um, mm. as, as a girl who frequently leaves the house, not wearing makeup, who does have from Fenty Beauty, just that, that tinted sheen foundation. That's like, it's not even foundation mm. who has bought BB cream and has only just gone out with the BB cream. Like, mm. I understand that this girl, this influencer, and I do like her as an influencer. I love her makeup videos. I do. Mm. But like, 
understand that she didn't mean no offense, but from this tweet, I was offended. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, what? Like, what do you, what do you mean? And um, I'm guessing it's like, this is um, uh, a trend at the moment on TikTok or something, like a clean girl look and whatever. Mm. But I just feel like this just made me think that, you know what, sometimes influencers like, sometimes close your mouth like I feel like sometimes <laughs> you guys are using words that you don't understand I feel like anti-black wasn't the right term in this mm. in this situation I just say that it's I don't I don't know I just don't like regard I, why would a clean girl look be anti-black I I don't see how a clean girl look could ever be anti-black especially in this age when we've we've got we, we've got tints in every shades like we we've actually got makeup in all shades right yeah. now so like mm. how can how can a clean girl look be anti-black when we can actually do the clean girl look in our actual foundation shades in our actual skin color um yeah and i just thought this was just very i feel like this more talks on her own insecurities and mm. her own and she's kind of projecting what she her her own beauty standards of what she thinks is mm. good and correct. I feel like I, I don't understand about we we need coverage and structure. The like just okay coverage. If you're talking about structure. if you if you have acne, okay, you're talking about coverage structure. Like girl, mm. what, what are you trying to say? Some people do have cheekbones, you know. Like I mean, I don't, but like some people do, you know. <laughs> like, and, yeah, and you know, uh, maybe it's not everyday structure. Maybe it's not everyday contour, contour. Like I just, yeah, no, yeah, because we've been talking about this a lot lately, and it's how like I think girls online, black girls online that that are influencers, their circles are very much full of influencers as well, and girls mm-hmm. who are doing the full beat and, and, and the know they know the makeup everything, every time like yeah and they know they know how to do all of the tricks and tips yeah. and everything else but in real life black girls aren't not everyone is like, like that. that you're not getting on the train and seeing girls with a full beat and it's yeah. like these influences <clears throat> sometimes they're projecting onto us that to be a certain type of black girl that is not an average black girl you need to be looking like this the and if you're not looking like this the you just look average yeah literally you just average and you're not You've yeah. got more to reach. You've got more potential to reach when it's not really fair because like there are girls doing the natural look that look stunning. Like <laughs> it, it doesn't, it exactly. doesn't have to, I need it to doesn't find have them on, to be a full I need to beat. find them on Instagram though. But yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, <laughs> like, it's, I know what you mean. I just find it. And I do feel like it is quite damaging. And even, even her tweet is quite damaging because it's just like, you're erasing so many other people. Like not not everyone. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, look, I never got into the makeup. I never and still to this day, I haven't gone on YouTube and followed a makeup tutorial because mm. look, I I don't want to spend my money on all that shit. Like I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't want to spend my money on buying a full like I like all the time I'm thinking, okay, I need to get a full set of makeup brushes. Like I've been thinking that for the past like mm seven years and I still have not got <laughs> a full set of makeup brushes yeah I find what I find I take from my sister I'm still taking the hand-me-downs like with Fenty Beauty I've only just started buying bits of makeup just because it's Fenty Beauty mm. but otherwise than that like you won't see me 
experimenting with makeup. Every time like I get foundation, like after a few months, the shade don't look correct. The shade don't look right. And I only put it on when I'm going out at nighttime. So now I'm not even Mm. trying to experiment with different types of foundation. Like, because for one day my my, like for one day okay the match is right with the bobby brown foundation and the next day oh it's too red nas foundation okay match is fine next day it's too yellow and it's just like well what like why aren't these just staying fine and it's just Mm. like i'm spending all this money on this foundation but just the color just it's just not staying true to my skin tone all the time and i i don't have the money to be buying 50 pound foundation like when it just wants to change color on me honestly like i am so cheap and stingy Mm -hmm. with some of my makeup like my eyebrow kit i've had that probably for about 10 years like the same thing i use (laughs) the same palette i've had the same thing for about 10 fucking years i only started buying eyebrow stuff two years ago like (laughs) literally that's what i mean like like you can make if you know your face and you know what looks good uh, like you can do the natural look if you want to do that. Yeah. You can do like the glow, whatever she's calling it, the glowy look. And it's like if you want to do it. The day she tweeted that actually was when we went to see Kalechi's podcast. Just like it was around that time. Yeah. And literally, yeah. when when we went to Kalechi's podcast, I literally only put on concealer and some and some highlight. <laughs> and I was just like, "Bitch, what do you mean I need coverage and structure? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about?" And oh gosh, yeah, I'm just like. But, and sometimes as well, I just feel like this whole idea of, okay, like just being, okay, I understand that she must be just in this bubble. Everyone she meets is like her. Mm. Everyone has a full beat makeup. Everyone has their wigs, their hair done, you know, and like nothing out of place Mm. whenever they step outside. Okay, cool. But the thing is, is that it's just this whole lack of, I want to say lack of awareness, but I don't think that is, that's the word. Like just maybe like, just lack of consciousness that there's Mm. other people outside of your bubble. And I just, and then when she wants to start throwing in terms like anti-black, I just feel like this is just a time when, okay, sometimes like maybe do some research and don't just say anything. Like we know that men on these podcasts are very quick to just say say any type of words and they don't be making no sense. But these influencers <laughs> are doing it as well. Like, please just take some time to understand what it is that you are actually saying. Don't come and start talking about anti-blackness when mm. re- when it's like, no, it's not, it's not about being anti-black. Maybe you're just insecure with your skin. Maybe you, maybe it's anti- um, anti-acne coverage (laughs) Mm. because you know i guess you could say that maybe it's just not covering up all of your hyperpigmentation maybe it's anti-hyperpigmentation coverage but it's like but the thing is is that it's not anti-blackness and and she has is even kind of excluding so many different areas in the beauty and makeup community with like Mm. just kind of like um, like you said, Deanna, about you, like you openly talk about on your skincare page mm. about texture, texture, like skin textures and showing mm. your and showing um, acne, showing acne scars and actually just learning to like actually love the skin that you're in. Like you are actually openly excluded mm. all of those sectors of people who are trying to just 
openly love their skin as it is because of your insecurities because you like to cover everything up and it's not just like I'm sorry it's not just black people who suffer from acne like I've seen yeah yeah like every type of person suffer from acne so this is don't make no it's sense. true like about coverage like, she put up she put up a second post I think yeah. about how I've got the second she post she was kind of yeah do you want to read it it if you've got there okay so the second post she said was just to clarify i didn't say black women can't be beautiful without makeup the clean in quotations aesthetic popularized by tiktok doesn't take into account asking concerns which is why in my experience you tend to see us to see more of us opting for higher coverage but what skin concerns are you talking about right now? Because my hyperpigmentation, I'm not mm. trying to cover it every t- everywhere I go. Yeah, same. And I'm not trying to cover my acne all the time. Like if you're you're collect you're putting us as a collective saying yeah. our c- skin concerns, but what? black girls don't all have the same skin concerns. Yeah. And, and and what is and what like, is just a black girl skin con- concern? That's what I want to yeah. know. What what are these? Because the only thing I can think of is hyperpigmentation. That's, that's, Dang, the that's the only thing, thing that that is specific yeah. to black people not even just black women black people mm. and yeah that's not something yeah. that everyone is trying to cover up yeah i just think she she by saying concerns and stuff like that it's really i don't it's playing into like the beauty standards that we yeah like me and you we i feel like we're quite good at kind of staying away from because we're doing our own things but Mm -hmm. it makes you realize how many girls are in this bubble of i need to look a certain way and if i don't look this certain way then yeah because i need coverage and structure i'm not yeah i'm not (laughs) coverage and structure i'm not (laughs) as feminine or as as pretty as what i could be but i don't know i feel like to some extent i do i get that she it may have been taken out of context and like if she was verbally speaking it it might make a bit more sense and i don't think it would make any more sense if she was saying it out loud really? no i don't because sometimes when these influencers are speaking out loud they sound even worse and it's just like just <laughs> just don't even talk just like and stick, that, stick I, to the tweet literally like i don't and that's not even me to be like i don't want to be insulting because like i do love influencer culture and stuff like that but mm. sometimes like if you are not well versed on this topic if you are not an expert just then don't speak just just don't speak on it mm. just say just say that this clean girl aesthetic that is popularized on tiktok is is um triggering you personally just say that just say it's yeah, triggering you yeah. personally don't don't be saying that it's anti-black and it's triggering everyone no like like can we can we just this is just as an example of these terms just being used anyhow anywhere and just being used completely out of context and it's just like can we yeah and it dilutes things exactly actually anti-black yeah (laughs) we can't be just shouting shouting that everything's anti-black no everything is not anti-black so please just stop talking like you are triggered by this like but like everyone isn't triggered by the clean girl aesthetic like and the thing is is that no mm. what why the, the reason why she might think it's anti-black is because she's not seeing any black girls doing the clean girl aesthetic on tiktok and now mm. this is the problem because all you makeup influencers all you're doing is full beat every time why don't you guys <laughs> give us clean girl aesthetic too please like maybe that's maybe we want to see clean girl aesthetic so then i can be like oh shit let me copy how they're doing it like mm. maybe this is why you're not seeing any black girls doing clean girl aesthetic because you guys are the makeup influencers and all you want to give us is full <laughs> beats like guys 
it's anti-black because you're not doing it. Like, <laughs> like the fuck? They just need to change their algorithm because there must be girls doing it. It's just there that must they, be. they're in circles with girls that aren't doing it. But then the thing is, like, they're my influencer circle too. How am I meant to find the, the black girl clean aesthetic? Like, I'm not TikTok savvy, like, but I'm, how am I meant to find mm. the black girl clean aesthetic doing the makeup tutorial if all you got, if, if all of the influence I know are doing full B and they don't even know the black influencers who are doing clean yeah. girl aesthetic to, to put them on my radar. Like, how am I meant to find them? <laughs> so that's why it's anti-black because you guys aren't fucking doing it. So like, at the end of the day, you guys are the problem. Sure. Like all yeah, the make time, it pro-black. all the time with your lashes <laughs> everywhere, wigs every time, like all the time. Oh, I just, I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> like, yeah, so know what, know what? You influence, you makeup girls, makeup influencers. This, this is my complaint to you. Like you guys are making the clean girl aesthetic anti-black because you don't want to show us how to do it right. So like, how, mm. like what are we meant to do? All we've got is full beat 24 seven. Full beat 24 seven. Like, or when Adiola and Mariam want to go on their podcast and say, oh yeah, sometimes we go out without no makeup, but they're both doing skin peels. So it's like, of course you're not putting on makeup when, and you look so crusty right now because you're doing a chemical peel at the moment. Like you, all your skin mm-hmm. is peeling off. That's why you look crusty. That's the only reason why you don't have makeup on. So stop going on. Like sometimes you go out with no makeup. No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. But like, mm-hmm. and like, even in that sense, you know, like, can we just see more? Like, I feel like YouTube is better for this. You know, like the girls who are on YouTube, like some some of their videos are not always going to be dressed up. They're not always going to be full beat. And I just mm. feel like sometimes influencer girls, like, can you like go out with like no makeup, no lashes, like, and look normal? Because, you know, like, I just think back to, because mm. you know that, video when Mariam and Adiola on their podcast they were talking about how oh it's not everyday makeup sometimes you'll just see me like this but they both looked a yeah. mess I'm not gonna lie like I'm sorry like looking at the video mm. both of them looked a fucking mess and I'm just like why can't they look nice and and be doing mm. the no makeup and like why is it that both their hair's not done and they just look like they literally look like they rolled out of beds and they've kept their coats on mm. and whatever and it's just like can't you guys do do that without with like without looking a mess? I think it's because they're like literally beauty influencers as in like their their aesthetic is the stunning aesthetic. There's mm-hmm. no in between with some people. Like, yeah. like some people just never do the middle thing where maybe put on a little bit of makeup but not a full be and not a wig mm-hmm. and not eyelashes and not nails like not many people are in the middle space in these in, like in, in real life that's what my friends do that's what most girls around me are doing yeah. the middle the middle the ground. middle ground but but on online the girls don't really seem to do that yeah it's just and we don't it's just like the full beat or nothing but the thing is like we don't even expect it like in their proper posts or anything you know i don't i don't mm. even expect it on their grid but it's like sometimes you you guys are claiming that sometimes that you yeah you'll go out with no makeup and you'll you go out quote unquote looking a mess and it's like but but like I go out with no makeup but you'll never see me outside looking a mess. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm sorry, my mother yeah like my mother taught me 
she was like don't she, my, my mother taught me don't go outside looking like a mess like she'd be like she'd be like who like who do you belong to do you know what i mean she'd be like whose child are you looking like that you know so i just i don't get it i just mm. i don't understand but yeah like yeah i just feel like from this just sometimes can influencers just like stop overusing words and phrases to dilute them on things that like clearly they don't understand the full meaning of because I just feel like that anti-black comment was just like what do you mean and then also actually Mm -hmm. yeah just like I feel like I made a point with the whole fact of they're the they're the black beauty influencers it's only Mm anti-black if they're not making the content so like guys it's you (laughs) you guys are the issue right now this is why it's (laughs) anti-black because you guys aren't making the content if you guys made the content then then look I'll be I'll be good because the the thing is at the end of the day the skincare girls the skincare girls are just doing up skincare like you know they're not showing Mm. us like sometimes they'll do makeup looks and I think they'll be able to do the clean girl aesthetic because I've seen like um Alicia Hart Alicia Hartley like sometimes I've seen her Mm. do some makeup and her makeup is quite you know like clean you know like Mm. she doesn't do full beat and her skin oh I love looking at her skin stuff and and also um skin perfect um evie she has like like she's another skin girl she does like a lot of kind of like natural makeup looks sometimes but it's very rare that the skin girls are doing makeup looks because they're not the makeup Mm. girls so if you makeup girls just did the clean girl looks then we'll have it (sighs) like (laughs) char like literally this girl just causing problems for no reason like we wouldn't have had to discuss you if you weren't using the word anti-black for no reason like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah oh anyway i'm exhausted okay what are you injecting then uh this week i am focusing on myself Mm -hmm. i'm just my injector is just focus on yourself put yourself first because um something that i'm just learning to do a little bit more um like when I don't like something, don't do it. When I like something, do it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Keeping things simple. Okay. What about you? I don't even know. I haven't even thought of anything. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like I'm not like feeling not positive, but I'm not feeling positive. <laughs> mm. sorry guys <laughs> actually no but I will find something to inject I will find something to inject um I'm going to inject off the top of my head don't know maybe okay similar to you about putting yourself first I feel like I feel like sometimes like we distract ourselves with like kind of everything mm. else and just like maybe thinking about friendships thinking about oh what role are we playing in other people's lives but like what let's just focus on the role that we're playing in our own lives and what do we want to give to ourselves like let's try and be the bane Mm. of our own existence our existence (laughs) (laughs) in a good way in a good way like let's be infatuated with ourselves let's just like yeah and just put that 
just give give yourself the energy I feel like sometimes well just like with me probably recently I'm just constantly just thinking of other things and constantly just being like oh I need to be patient I need to try and do this and I need to do that but sometimes Mm. maybe just like just stand still and just remind yourself like and try and just give back to yourself and try and remind Mm. yourself what what about yourself that you like and what Mm. and yeah and in that way think about the things that you actually give and provide for yourself um yeah Yeah. and give yourself a pat on the back guys like just you know it's Mm. this life is hard just like just well done for being here like and just thank you guys for listening to us just you know just yeah give yourselves a hug from us mm-hmm. four months into 2022 yeah. we're not yeah, doing too bad you made it we made it guys like well done um yeah i think that's that's my injector yeah yeah that's sweet give yourself a bit of love this week um yeah thank you guys for listening to us we are injected podcast you can find us at injected underscore pod on instagram on twitter on tiktok and everything else um i'm alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and i'm diana and you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram thanks for joining us everyone yeah and yeah we'll catch you next week guys